Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like a book club, but for board games. I'm Kiwi, and with me is BP. Hi. This week we're playing Blazon by David Conklin, developed by Chad Elkins, and artist is Ian O'Toole, who did On Mars, Combat EV, Lisboa, The Gallerist, Vinhos, Carnegie, Age of Steam, Ra, Unmatched, Cobble and Fog, Nemo's War, Stockpile, Pipeline, Dead Reckoning, Escape Plan, Coliseum, Unmatched, Little Red Riding Hood vs. Beowulf, Merv, The Heart of the Silk Road, Weather Machine, CO2, Second Chance, Black, Angle, Clinic, and that's just in the top 1,000 on BGG. There's 110 more. <sighs> He's a very prolific off, uh, artist. It was published in 2023 by 25th Century Games. And the description. The widespread use of armorial bearings in the Middle Ages gave rise to a new occupation of herald. These heralds had the responsibility of learning and maintaining the rules and protocols governing the design and creation or blazoning of arms. Blazon allows you to become a herald, carefully selecting the right elements for your shield board and earning distinctions through shrewd play. Earn your rank through accumulation of prestige as you blazon your shield to distinguish yourself among your peers and be crowned the king of arms. And the mechanics are in-game bonuses, hand management, open drafting, pattern building, set collection, solo solitaire game, and tile placement. And the box art... There appears to be a coat of arms, a shield-looking coat of arms with a stag jumping across a green and red background with a blazon in uh, kind of a ribbon. A, a scripty script? Scripty script over oh. a ribbon over the stag. It's a very heraldric. Yes. Yeah. I think, and it's got, it's, it's a very green with like kind of some sharp, sharp contrast with, um, red, the stags like in red. And then the, the diagonal stripe across, which has a very specific name that I escapes me right now, but it's also in red. So stark contrast to the rest of the box, which is like a green and a darker green. Uh, so with that BP, would you pick this up off a shelf? Now the box is a little actually plain looking for, I feel like some of the interesting backgrounds you would get on an actual shield or coat of arms, but I'm super into medieval history. So yes. So I think if I saw it straight on, I would because of the shield. Cause I didn't know that like to blazon arms meant like to put the, you know, the, like I didn't know that that was what it was called when you put those symbols. Right. Like I knew that they use those to identify, you know, people right. on the battlefield, but I didn't know that it was called that. Right. I think if I saw it on from the side, I wouldn't pick it up at all because it just says blazing across, and I don't think I would pick it up. Uh, but the description has me intrigued because I've always been super interested in like heraldric symbols. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think the description and the front of the box, I would pick it up. If mm -hmm. I only saw it from the side, though, I don't think I would pick it up. Um, so how do you think it's played? What were those mechanics again? The mechanics, again, are in-game bonuses, hand management, open drafting, pattern building, set collection, solo solitaire, and tile placement. Okay. Well, open drafting, because I can see the board in front of us, we have... 
Some of the cards are turned up, so that's our open drafting. We're going to take cards from there. We want to build uh, set collections, I'm assuming, with different icons uh, on similar backgrounds. Yes. Um, so sets of our, our cards that look like shields. Those are also our tile placements because we have a game board in front of us that's a shield. First one, the one who builds the most beautiful shield wins. Okay. Yeah, so the history of beautiful shields. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, I mean, you kind of covered like Blazon and the creation of heralds in the medieval period in the description. Um, and as early as the late 13th century, just to put that into kind of some specific dates, heralds uh, who were in the employ of monarchs were given sometimes the actual title of king of heralds or king of arms, um, since the surcoat that many of the that the heralds would wear uh, was then translated to coat of arms. Um, interestingly enough, the whole development of the heraldric system, I mean, there are some very early precursors in ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia with the Narmer palette uh, around 3100 BCE showing different standards. Um, but these became definitely much more elaborate during the jousting period of the medieval the high medieval period and uh, late medieval period. So much so they became, even as uh, kind of armor and jousting went away uh, in light of firearms becoming more in use by armies and the nobility, many of the um, monarchical heraldric coat of arms became identified then as kind of um, nobility gave way to republics and nations and nation states so that even on some national flags, you see kind of the perpetuation of these types of symbols. Uh, some of the early representations of some of the heraldry, for instance, the Bayou Tapestry. You can see those on uh, especially the scene with uh, the death of King Harold. The shields look very heraldric, um, even though they don't seem to have the personal or hereditary emblems. Um, according to one source, it's Richard the Lionheart because uh, Henry II was one of the first to blazon a lion, and it was Richard the Lionheart who was the first to blazon the three lions, which is still the coat of arms for the monarch of England. Oh. And yeah, I think that's, you know, enough. Obviously there's a lot and a lot and a lot um, that could go on a lot. There's been lots of books published, especially post 19th century on heraldry and its meaning and symbolism, but. Yeah, I know there's like certain symbols that you can only have if you hold like a certain station, like typically if there's a crown somewhere it was royalty or some connection to the royal family of wherever you were from. And then like, depending on like whether, like you couldn't put certain colors together, like you couldn't put metal on metal. So like silver and gold can't, aren't supposed to touch mm -hmm. because you can't really distinguish between the two. 
So you have to have them separated somehow, whether it's color or something else. So it's like super interesting. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, which leads us into the rules. Do you want to know how to play? Yes. Great. All right. Uh, we are heralds designing our own heraldric shield. You'll score prestige based on the elements placed and their distinctions. The player with the most prestige is named the King of Arms and is the winner. The first player is... I have no idea. I couldn't find, actually find it anywhere in the rule book that tells you. I checked BGG. Apparently no one cares because no one's asked the question. Uh, I even downloaded a copy of the rules to make and did a word search for first player and a billion other iterations of first player and still could not find uh, how you figure out who goes first. So uh, let's go with uh, last to design a blazon or last to hold a shield or last to hold a banner with uh, heraldry on it. Uh, and then I decided of an even better one, someone who can point to a picture of their family crest. Well, neither of us can, can do any of those things. Because we are from yeah. peasant stocks. Yeah. But I uh, held toy shields at the chateaus over the summer. Well, I think that's the closest that we're going to get. So you will get to go first holding a toy shield. All right, so players will take turns performing one of two actions. So the first thing you can do is acquire. So you can draw two element cards from the tincture deck or the device deck. So devices being the specific layouts of, uh, you know, that's where you get the chevrons and indentions and all kinds of other stuff. Tinctures being the colors. So whether those be the five primary colors of heraldry or the two metals, uh, silver and gold, um, you can choose one of those. So you can either choose uh, from the cards that are on display, or you can draw from one of the two decks. Uh, next, you're going to decide if you want to keep these new, uh, trade these new cards for any. So players will take turns performing one of two actions. They can either acquire, so you're going to draw from the uh, either the device deck or the tincture deck, and you can split. So you get two cards. So you can draw both from the same deck or one from each deck. Okay. Then you have to decide whether or not you want to keep those cards or trade them for the cards that are on the display. Okay. And obviously you can only trade a device card for a device card or a tincture card for a tincture card and not vice versa. Okay. You can only trade the card that you just picked up. So you can't trade cards that you already had in your hand. Uh, and you don't have to trade if you don't want to. The hand limit is seven, so if you ever end up with more than seven, then you just have to discard down at the end of your turn. So that is one action. That is one of the two things that you can do. Uh, or you can blazon. So first, you're going to discard cards from your hand equal to the prestige value to the card you are trying to play. So there's a purple shield on all the cards out in front of us. Uh, that is the prestige value of that card. So say you wanted to do the Sable card here, which is an all black, uh, it would cost you one. So you would have to discard cards from your hand that equal to the prestige uh, of one. You cannot make change, and you can do the Blazon action as many times as you can pay for them, but you can't make change from one in order to pay for the next. So each Blazon is kind of its own thing. So like if you paid for a two and all you had was a four card, you couldn't pay for that to have two left over and feed that into your next one. Those two are just gone and lost forever. Uh, then you're gonna place the element card on your shield board and score the prestige shown on the card and not what you discarded. So if the card costs three and you discard four, you get three, not four. Uh, you 
Each space can align cards top or bottom. So each space on our shield board has a top uh, portion or a bottom portion. As soon as you fill a row and you decide top or bottom, all the other cards in that row have to be the same. So if you match with the top of it, then all the cards in that row have to match with the top and not the bottom. Once placed, it cannot be moved. Once per turn, players can spend a herald token, which looks like a little uh, feather quill in an ink bottle. Uh, you can spend that token to take one of four actions in addition to your primary action. So the primary actions being the acquire or blazon. Uh, the, these ones, they will let you, uh, so herald uh, actions will allow you to reset the display. Uh, you can take cards from the display or be able to play an element for your hand from your hand at the cost of one, regardless of what the card actually costs. So you can make things cheaper. Players gain prestige points in the turn. They play an element to their shield board. There are also goals to match elements on your shield. These are called distinctions. A player can achieve one distinction per turn. The first player to cross a multiple of 10, and it actually shows us on our player boards here, the first player will get to uh, take one of the uh, animal achievement tokens. They're all worth the same, so it's just whichever one you want. Uh, everybody else just gets a single herald token uh, when they pass the, that point. The game end is triggered if a player lands on or passes 50 prestige, a player fills every space on their shield board, or a player claims their final distinction award. All other players then get one final turn. Players with the most of each augmentation, so augmentations are shown uh, on the device cards uh, and tincture cards. Um, so there are several. So there's a Florida Lee, a castle, a crown, cross shields, or cross swords rather, and a cross. Um, So for each one, we'll go through. So whoever has the most Florida Lees will get two points. Whoever has the most crossed swords will get two points. So a little bit of set collection. Uh, prestige from the distinctions that you've earned. Uh, unused herald tokens. Two points per animal achievement token. And two points for filling the shield board. The player with the most points is the winner. Tie goes to the most prestige from distinctions. Then the player with the highest prestige of elements in their hand and then the victory is shared. And those are all the rules. How about who's got the best looking shield? Uh, we can certainly add that in. Okay. Okay. Let's blaze on. just finished a game of Blazon, and to recap, BP was able to trigger the end of the game uh, by filling out her shield board. The, she came in second, however, with 45 points, but in a very close game, Kiwi uh, pulled out the win with 46 points. Um, I was definitely trying to get the distinctions, so that was my strategy. I was trying to play out my board so that I could get those distinctions. Um, at first, I was playing to like make a cool looking board, but I didn't really know how to do that with the way they have it laid out here. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was just going for distinctions. 
I forgot about the distinction. <laughs> I kept forgetting about a lot of things. I was going to make a pretty board and acquire as many fleur-de-lis as I possibly could. I mean, and in the end, it worked out. Sort of. Sort of. You're only point away. Um, theme? What did you think of the theme? Did you feel like you were a herald? I think if the cards had like explanations of what the different symbols meant, I might feel a little bit more like that. Otherwise, I felt like I was trying to match things on a board. Yeah. I was really hoping for like something that at the end of the game, we would have a shield a shield blazing. Yeah. And here I just feel like I played a bunch of cards to a board that I don't know how that they I don't know how they would go together right because they're just things on a card maybe it's more like these are all the different parties at the joust no I think these are all the elements of our single shield oh. which is why there's very specific rules on how things where can get can laid go. out and where yeah. they can go because it goes off the, the heraldic rules so I think thematically like I don't I didn't feel it uh, table presence, BP? I mean, it would turn my head just because it does look so medieval. But, um, and I mean, the cards are colorful, well laid out. It's just, I, again, I kind of wish they had more explanation to like the symbols behind them. Like what does one stripe down the middle mean, right? Is it just dividing the shield, you know, why are there certain things? Like, is it a combination of families or is it right. like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I would definitely stop and look because, you know, they are shields. They are colorful right. shields. Uh, the player boards are large shields. Like, I, I think for both of us, it kind of triggers interests that both of us have. Right. So I would definitely stop and look, I think. Uh, mechanics, it's a tiling puzzle game. It's just yeah. instead of cards or instead of tiles, they're cards. Um, I think the, it, it is a nice puzzle in that like the rows have to be top or bottom and the distinctions definitely matched up where you would have to change out cards in order to achieve other distinctions. Yeah. Um, see, I don't think there's much of a puzzle. Okay. But you also forgot that there was distinctions. Sure. <laughs> sure. Because, like, some of our distinctions didn't go together. Like, you couldn't have one or the other. Right. You had to play over cards. And so I waited a while because I was trying to get, like, one of them, I only saw one of them. The yellow lion. Yeah. I only saw one the whole time. The green wolf head. Or Griffin Head, I guess. I don't know what that is. Uh, I never saw it, so it never came out. Uh, and the one time I saw the yellow, you played a card on top of it, and so I couldn't get it. Mm. Uh, but I was trying trying to get it. Um, yeah. How did you have a mechanic that you liked? No. Uh, rules? How was it learning the game? I think it was a little at first, like with where you could set things and how you could change. There was a lot that I kept forgetting. 
Yeah, and I think maybe like a second playthrough you might remember because there was a lot of like I would do something and you'd be like, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting about those things. Yeah. Like you definitely seem like you were just sort of collecting the heroin <laughs> points <laughs> as, as opposed to like using them for the actions that they would provide. So, yeah. Um, the rule book, I mean, I kind of hit on it at the beginning. You know, there is there is absolutely no nothing in the book that tells you first player. Not even like a hey, it's randomly chosen. Right. There's just nothing. And when I say there was like nobody asking the question on BGG, not a single person was like, hey, there's no first player. Because my assumption is is they were all just like, okay, there's no first player. They were just gonna do it randomly. Right. But you know, I think a game like this, you could definitely have a fun way to choose yeah. who goes first. Plus, I don't think I've ever read a rule book where it didn't even just like every rule book is just like first player is randomly chosen. That's not even in there. Yeah. So um, and then I did have to watch a video because some of the explanation on, you know, all the cards have to be either on the top of a row or a bottom of a row. Like I didn't really get that right while I was reading the rule book. I watched a video, how to play video. And then it was like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. So, um, player interaction? None. No. And, and, you know, it did say at the beginning solo, so I was kind of expecting that. Yeah. Um, and there is like a, a small rule book for a solo only playthrough. But yeah, uh, I agree. I don't think there was much interaction. And the one time that there was, it was just like you played a a card on top of the discard pile and I wanted to use my mm. herald action to get the top card of the discard pile, but then that got messed up. But you didn't know that you were doing that. You were just discarding cards. Right. So, uh, would you play it again? Maybe because I really want to like it more. I think this is one where like I would put it on a this would be at the top of the list for like a redemption episode, which right. is like, I want to give it another try. Like I, I'm in the same boat. Like, so I, I think I have to say no. Cause I, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Right. And same. as a result, I'm very disappointed yeah. in it not being what I thought it was going to be. I um, like getting to look at little shields though. Yeah. I like the look of it. So, so, so like I'm saying, I think for both of us, like it would go to the top of the list of a redemption. Right. Where it's like, I, I need to play it again. Like right. maybe it was just that play. Like the very first time we played Kabuto Sumo and it lasted like 30 seconds and we were both just like, that was dumb. <laughs> what, why did we get this? That was, yeah. that was dumb. And then we played it again and we were just like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, and with them, yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. So I think we're both going to say no, but with caveats. Right. Although caveats don't go into the database. <laughs> so it's just a no. Um, so that was Blazon. So if you have any recommendations of games you would like to hear our impressions on, just send them our way. You can do so via email. It's firstturntabletop at gmail. Or hit us up on the social media, uh, formerly known as Twitter platform and Instagram. We are at firstturncast. And the podcasting camel says, as he is blazoned on the shield, please don't forget to write, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasters. We look forward to hearing from you. Play more games.
was either going to be a game about heraldry or a game about weed. It was that was, that was the only two possibilities. <laughs> oh gosh! There was a game called Blazon. Mm-hmm.